Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hello and welcome back to the finale of Season 3, Potted Together Podcast. My name is Adam and I am joined by my two awesome co-hosts, Becca and Nicole. Hello. Hey! Season finale! Season finale. We're ending the season. <laughs> da na 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 This is going to be like the most like live episode ever since... We're recording this on Sunday morning-ish. Yeah. And it's going up tomorrow morning. So. Yep, like 12 hours, <laughs> less than 12 hours. Wait, no, yeah. I'm bad at math. Anyway, moving less on. Less than 24 hours. This is, Yeah, we've never recorded a podcast with this big of a turnaround, this quick of a turnaround. Yeah. So shout out, Adam. You got shout this Shout out to oh, Adam. Yeah, no. I always edit on Sunday nights anyway, so I feel like, eh, no biggie. <laughs> so yeah. the podcast is always fresh in your mind when it goes live the next morning. That's kind of cool. Yeah. 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 I've had times so like I've kind of forget, so it feels new when I listen to it. I'm like, ooh, what do yeah. we talk about? <laughs> I know, but that's how I feel like when I edit it because I'm sitting here on my couch just like chuckling at us talking. And I was like, I was involved in this episode, but I forgot all of this happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, listeners, it's been a while since we've all been in f- recording. We've uh, we were pretty far ahead. We've had some exciting things happen. Becca took a big trip, so I feel like we're gonna start with her for a catch up today. <gasps> yeah, because she went to Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, I did. Okay, it was amazing. It was beautiful. Like I don't know. I'm trying to think of like all the things that I could say. I did make a vlog about it, a couple actually, that I'm still working on, but basically we went to the big island of Hawaii and then we went to Oahu and our friends were getting married, so that's the reason that we actually went. I was getting like some questions, some mean, not not mean, some other interesting comments. Um, hmm. But yeah, we went for our friend's wedding. They live there, they are farmers there and they got married. It was beautiful. It was a small wedding and it was just like so perfect. I like being there, setting up the wedding and like helping out with all of that made me think to myself, do I want to do this? Like, do I want to do this like on be the weekend? Maybe like find a wedding planner and like be their assistant or something. Like, I don't know. It was just so fun to like set up the tables and be a part of that because like I used to work at a fine dining restaurant and I loved setting the tables and like 
getting the restaurant ready. Like, it just felt like that, but, like, way more exciting because this is somebody's wedding. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Dela um, planning. Yeah, Dela so planner. first... Yeah, exactly. But first on the big <laughs> island, Dela wedding planning, my newest business venture. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, I'd like to join oh. that team. Thank you. Yeah, of course. We have a whole wedding team right I mean, here. Yeah, we do. I think it's amazing, but... It, it's a different thing when it's your friends because they're like gracious and kind and lovely. That's so but true. when you get a bridezilla, <laughs> oh, it's so bad. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, this this woman was the opposite of a bridezilla. She was literally like, okay, anyway, like whatever. I don't know. She just handled so much of it on her own, and I was like, I'm very amazed by this person. She's she was just like really cool. Um, but before that, we were in uh, the Big Island, and we went to Hilo, which is probably the one of the more jungly areas of, like, all of the islands. Like, you have, like, Kauai, which is, like, the green island. I- I've heard, like, it's, like, super jungly. But Hilo, it ha- I think there's, like, a university there, and it's just super green and jungly, and we stayed in this, like, jungle hut in this person's land where they were like growing plants and it was just so cool it was completely open it was like uh, what is it like screened in little huts and like you literally go to the bathroom and it's just like open air and you're like looking out into all these trees and i'm like wow this is really an an immersive experience (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was watching your video and the whole time i was thinking but where's the the air's no air conditioning <laughs> yeah there was no air conditioning but like but we was were it never hot? hot no not at all okay yeah okay. and like the daytime temps was like between 70 and 80 but like mm-hmm. nighttime it would get down to like 50 60 so it was so nice like i was almost a little cold like sleeping in like the uh-huh. hot place like i don't think i ever was actually hot when i was in hawaii because like number one it's winter so, like, the temps aren't as big, but, like, obviously it's an island, so they don't really have winter. Although it does yeah. snow there sometimes, like, on the big mountains. But, yeah, so it was a great time to go. However, the water, like, the the ocean was different than it would be in the summer. Like, the ocean would be better in the summer. Like, we were talking to our mm-hmm. friends, and they were like, yeah, the waves are a lot smaller in the summer, but that's okay. Like, the water was still really warm. And speaking of the water, we went shark cage diving, <laughs> which was so interesting. Like, oh my god! No, 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 no! <laughs> I that's couldn't pay be me. a hard no for me. I know. Daniel was uh, he's always wanted to do it, so he was like so stoked. And I was like, okay, I'll do this with you. Like, whatever. It's not my bucket list item, but I'll just <laughs> do it with him. So. We went to do it. This is when we were at our friend's farm. So he's like, yeah, I mean, you should be fine. Like, whatever. Go to this place. So we went. <laughs> should and... be fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we went and, um, like, we got on the boat. The waves were so big. And, like, the whole time I'm like, I'm not even scared of the sharks. Like, I just don't have that fear. If we're going to be in a cage around these sharks and like this happens a lot they're probably used to this so i'm like i was like i'm probably sure we're gonna be fine at the very <laughs> least we will survive um but Did i was you get concerned seasick? about the the boat ride out because the waves were so big it was so so rocky and so bad like and daniel and i get carsick we get i get motion sickness on a hammock like 
not for me. So I was like, I'm going to die. I'm really, this is it. This is it for me. So we're like going out. Like the boat is like jumping. Like we, like you guys listening cannot see this, but this was literally the boat up and down, up and down, like big time. And then sometimes the waves would hit us at an angle. So then it was side to side. Like it was just like insane. And so actually the real hazard of it all was the shark cage, not even the sharks because they were Galapagos sharks, which like taste things with their nose so they're like pretty much never gonna bite into a human like because they're gonna taste you with their nose and be like oh i don't want that um and so that's like number one (laughs) that fact alone i was like okay i'm fine and then so we get out into the cage and like the water was so rough i was like body slammed into the cage like three or four times full-on body slammed like smacked my head bad and that was literally just because like the cage was like holding you in which like honestly you want that or else you probably get lost at sea with waves like that (laughs) but like it was holding you in this place and the waves were just rocking you was that normal for the waves to be that high yeah they were so high and like the the cage was moving it was so wild but then you go underwater and it's like so serene and like you can see the sharks just like swimming around like that it was so cool to see them like that was honestly one of the coolest things that i've seen just to like see them swimming along and just like doing life um and like they hear the sound of the boats so they come up so like there was a lot of them and um uh they're like basically it's because of like crab fishermen they'll like drop off the things that they so then the sharks eat the stuff but anyway they don't know that it's a tourist boat and not a crab boat (laughs) so anyway yeah so Dan and I were doing great in the cage and then like towards the end I think we were in there for like 20 minutes which is such a long time when you think about it and at the end we were both like this is not going good for us like we're starting to get I'm getting nauseous even thinking about it actually so I'll make this quick so yeah we started to feel sick and then we got off the cage into the boat and we were just in survival mode like we're like get it together Daniel was having a much harder time than me um we did take medicine before we got on but like it was no point no point did nothing really so oh no yeah at least you're at sea so you could just like hurl over the side of the boat you know yeah but like who wants to do that who wants to throw up no in public no one other other people can see like there were definitely people throwing up and like i had there's one person i watched her do it and i was like why did i watch why did i just watch that (laughs) like why like i didn't like choose i didn't say to myself i'm gonna watch her but like i was watching her because she looked like she was gonna get sick and i was like curious you know like you just <laughs> yeah oh yeah i would have been watching too <laughs> i mean so, like, there has got happened... to be yeah. there has to be like some type of high reward for me to like <laughs> know i'm going out there and gonna experience this this yeah. uh wave motion sickness and be around multiple people vomiting yeah it was pretty time. hard and like daniel didn't throw up i didn't throw up and because daniel he just like put his head down and closed his eyes like after we got out of the cage he's like i have to do this or else i will throw up i'm like that's fine you do what you need to do so like i had to you know like it's a partnership so when one person is kind of like fading the other person has to pick up the slack so i had to be the one even though i was also very sick i had to be the one that was like everything's fine like we're good like this is so much fun <laughs> like uh, the captain uh, kept like checking in on him, like, oh, he's fine, don't worry. And I, meanwhile, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. 
So anyway, we get, we both fell asleep on the ride back, and then we were totally fine, like perfectly, like whatever. So anyway, would I say it's worth it? No. Um, <laughs> I think. Long can, story short. Yeah, I think you could get a very similar experience just like watching the shows, like Shark. <laughs> like honestly, because when I went underwater, that's what it looked like. Except I had to be underwater for a long time to see all the good shots. So uh-huh. just watch Shark Week, and you'll probably get the same, like same experience without like watching people throw up for like two hours over the side of a boat. There's this one woman. I'm like, how does she have anything left? Like. She is oh. not well. And there is people who were like not throwing up. They were sitting down. They're like, hmm, wonder what it's like to be seasick. Blah, blah. They kept making comments like that. And there was this oh my girl God. who oh, was like, screw you. Yeah, she was like, just like talking about how her friend like looked so sick. She's like, man, you look really sick. Like, and her friend was like, not well. And she's like, oh, I thought you were going to throw up right there. And I'm like, Pitch, you are not a good friend. This is not a good friend. Like, don't be her friend. Like, she was like laughing at other people, like, not doing well. And she was like flirting with the captain. And she kept like turning around to her friend to be like, look. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, this girl. <laughs> oh, no. What is it like to be able to be like flirting on a boat at that state? <laughs> We all had one of those friends, you know? I know. Can't relate. But also, to speak for Becca, um, if you own a shark sightseeing company, we apologize for this <laughs> advice that Becca's just given. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Go in the summertime when, like, the waves are not huge, and it would probably be way better. So that's yeah. not normal. Like, they normally don't take people... Like, the water's not normally that rough. In the winter, it is, but in the summer, no. Mm-hmm. And he said, like there's certain days in the winter where it'll be really like normal and like flat and that's always like Mm. a really good day but he said like in the winter like a lot of days are like the one that we had i was like well okay i mean it's really like the luck of the draw it's like the weather you can't really control it so Yeah. yeah but other than that like it was just really sweet to like see all the plants like obviously we saw so many plants in their natural environment and it was just really cool number one to like see that and um like we were both vaccinated so it was really easy to like get around and do things like there are some people who messaged me concerned about that like i wouldn't travel if i wasn't so Mm -hmm. you know we followed all the guidelines hawaii was really strict and we were Mm -hmm. fine like there was nothing that we couldn't do so um i guess it just depends on which island you go to as well because oahu was a lot more strict than the big island so but yeah i mean obviously with traveling like being a thing again like just be safe like be mindful of the people who actually live there and i'm not gonna be going to hawaii every year it was like i don't know if i'll really ever go again i don't know but we went because we were invited to a wedding so that's why otherwise i don't know if we would have you know just given everything so that is basically the trip um there's so much more and you can watch my vlog but for just for the sake of my friends not having to hear it again i'll leave it at that <laughs> oh, so i i need to ask like did you get any of this shark footage for like the vlog yes are we gonna see it yes you will see my shark week footage um <laughs> we did <laughs> get footage and like we were trying so hard to get footage of one of us underwater with the sharks in the background and like yeah 
being attractive underwater or just like being like presentable underwater is like a skill that I don't have and neither does Daniel. So I don't know like how good a footage. I got good footage of the sharks. Okay. But that might be it. Because we were like, oh, like take a video of like me down here with the sharks swimming in the background. And we're like, yeah, let's do it. And like we try and it's just like us like flailing our arms around, like trying to stay underwater. It's like so bad. Oh my gosh. Wait, did you get a GoPro? Yeah, we've had a GoPro. We got it for our wedding. Oh, gosh. Okay. Did not know slash remember that because then your first vlog, there was that shot of you swimming underwater. And I was like, did she get a GoPro? I was like so excited about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's the GoPro, I think the 8. It was the one that came out in 2019. And now there's like so many more. There's one that I can like show you like what's on this. Like, it has, like, a front camera, quote-unquote, of sorts, yeah. which is so cool. But, you know, it's a wide-angle lens, so, like, you're going to be in the shot. Like, just point it remotely yeah. in your direction, and you'll exactly. be fine. Mine has the Super front wide. camera, which is which is nice. But, you know, editing yeah. the GoPro footage for me on my computer is awful because yeah. it's f- 4K footage, and it just, like, I have to create proxies to then toggle those proxies so it doesn't, like, so it can actually flow in real time or else it's just choppy really yeah, yeah you awful. have to like convert it in some way i didn't have to do that this yeah. time because like before i i mean yeah i've had the gopro for a while and we just don't really use the footage because it's choppy like that but i think with my new phone it was able to like convert it or something properly mm-hmm. my old phone couldn't do it so yeah that was an interesting thing and oh also when we were there we went to an octopus, like, farm. It wasn't a farm, like, you they eat them. It was, like, a observation thing. And that was really cool mm. to, like, see an octopus and, like, have it, like, latch onto you. It was so wild. Yeah. And it was all very controlled and, like, safe environment. Like, it was definitely, like, priority of the oct- octopi. Oct- yeah, that footage was really cool. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen these vlogs, you really do need to go. The first one was on the de la creations channel mm-hmm. becca's yeah. second channel right yeah and it was so cool honestly when you walked out of the octopus thing and you were eating your acai bowl and you were just like <laughs> mad that someone came over when you coaxed the octopus out i'd laughed so hard at that you're like no this is my, this is mine <laughs> yeah because you have to work so hard to get the octopus to come out because they're under a rock and like you don't want to reach into the rock because that's like their safe. It's like reaching into a dog's kennel. Like you can't do that. Yeah. Because um, they're going to bite you. So yeah, you have to like just have your hands. They had like little toys, like little Legos that you could like, the octopus will like latch onto the toys and like play with them. Like it was really cool. And I was there for so long at this one and it was slowly coming out. Yeah. And then everybody came over because like, I think they were tired because we were the second tour of the day. So maybe mm-hmm. try to be the first tour if you want to do that. I mean, the, this is such niche like advice. Like literally no one's going to go. But, you know, <laughs> try to be the first one because they were really tired when we got there and they did not want to come out. It was like, oh, somebody made a joke. Classic white guy on vacation. So <laughs> since none of the octopi came out, like, do we get a discount or do we get a refund? Well, and like he was joking. But I was like, is he, though? Like... No. Is he? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of awkward, but it was kind of expensive for like to like not really interact. I was like, oh, all right, well. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, I saw a bar brawl 
last thing i saw my first bar brawl we went to a bar on halloween it was it was almost not even worth it because obviously with how COVID is like you had to like sit at a table but we still like we met some people and they sat at our table and um you know whatever and then there was a bar brawl like the guy who started I wish you the got fight. that on I, I wish you got some footage of that that would have been great I know I know <laughs> yeah the guy who started the fight actually came up to us before the fight started and he picked up Daniel's drink and he thought it was his drink and Daniel was like what are you doing man and then he like looked up like he had just like had a fog unleash his eyes and he like looked so confused and like walked away <laughs> drunk it was wild oh, gosh. and then he started oops sorry and then he started a fight so anyway that was the trip more on my channels um <laughs> but yeah oh it looked like so much fun and i really want to go to that place that you guys stayed because i was like an outdoor shower has been like my number one dream mm-hmm. like i don't know why and it's a it's an easily attainable dream. I don't know why I'm like, oh, I yeah, that can't is do easy. this. You could do but it like, at, your house. at your house. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I could. <laughs> um, but no, I'd rather go to Hawaii to take an outdoor shower. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course. But I don't think I would have slept very well the first night either, because if I arrived in the dark and couldn't see the environment mm-hmm. and then I had to sleep in basically like an open sided tent. Yeah. I would feel uneasy the entire night because I wouldn't know what's around me. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bit strange. Like, definitely very strange. And, like, we got in so late. We weren't supposed to get in that late. Like, our flight was delayed. So Mm -hmm. we were supposed to be in, like, two hours earlier to, like, see and, like, have, like, a full day there. So we ended up wishing that we had more time in Hilo because it was just so much more beautiful and, like, less city, less developed, you know. So that's that would be my suggestion. Like, don't go to Hawaii to go to like the cities. I mean, sure, go, but like a city is a city, I think. And like, usually yeah. when I travel, unless it's like Paris, like obviously you go to Paris to go to Paris, but like, I don't know. I would rather like be in the countryside of like most places because I just find that so much more beautiful for me personally. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely lived vicariously through you that whole time you were out yeah. there. I was like, Becca, did she post in stories? Dang it, she didn't <laughs> post anymore in stories. Yeah. Yeah. It looked beautiful. Yes. Well, that's all. So I want to hear what you guys have been up to because we haven't recorded in like three weeks. I yeah, know. Yeah, we haven't. So this catch up might get a slightly lengthy and I forgot to tell you guys what we're, what our episode's about today. We're doing oh. the Potted Together Holiday Gift Guide as well as answering listener questions that we didn't get to in season three. So there's about six or seven questions at the end that we'll answer. We're going to talk about gift guides, but we'll continue on with our catch-up and move on to Nicole and find out what you have been doing these past few weeks. Well, since I can't remember what I ate for lunch today, I'll tell you what I've been doing the past couple of days because two weeks ago, (laughs) that's long gone, okay? Um, But we did take all of our Christmas decorations down and we're going through our holiday decor because if you're new here, hi, uh, I moved in with my mom this year and (laughs) we pretty much combined two pretty big households and my mom and I both absolutely love christmas and we have a lot of things so (laughs) here this is something we were talking about before we started recording and we thought it was a good topic to bring up during our catch-up are you someone who decorates like 
before Thanksgiving, like you need your tree up at Thanksgiving when you have, when you host dinner or do you decorate after Thanksgiving? I want, what do you guys do? Is there a rule? After. After Thanksgiving. I, I am, as soon as I want to, I'll put it up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) As soon as it's good for your rental. Well, we bought a new tree for the merman ornaments. So I, uh, since <laughs> I was merman. cleaning the, <laughs> since I was cleaning the house, I decided to just put that tree up because it was there in a box. And I was like, okay, well, since the floors are cleared, I can fluff the tree and sweep up all the stuff easily. Mm-hmm. So, okay, right. I'm an after person too, but immediately after. Yeah, like. The Friday after Thanksgiving, like that morning we spend decorating. It's been a tradition for like the past, I don't even know how long, since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, Macy's Day Parade, decorate for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And it was hard this year, though, because I feel like, well, it was hard last year, too, because just like mentally, I feel like people were decorating November 1st for Christmas last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um which why not like you're home all day anyway who cares and like when you have that as many decorations as we have like our house is a literal winter wonderland <laughs> it's a lot to just have up for what like four weeks you know yeah but we usually leave our stuff up until new year's like new year's eve like mm-hmm. the day after we'll we'll take it down um but we ordered a new tree because my mom didn't have my mom's tree was like five feet And I was like, oh, I can't be taller than the Christmas tree. Like, there's rules to this, okay? There's rules to this. So I ordered a seven and a half foot tree, and it was supposed to be here yesterday. And I was like, oh, man, it's going to come. I'm going to want to put it up. I don't know what to do, you know? But it was late. It's late. Now it's going to be here, like, the day before Thanksgiving. I was like, okay, I could wait a couple extra days then. (laughs) But, yeah, so. New Christmas trees are just the best. Yeah. Is it like a sparse tree? Have you seen like the new sparse tree trend? Is it like that I or is did. it really I full? I kind of, it's very full, but that's because we have a lot of ornaments. I feel like those sparse trees though are really, really pretty if you're yeah. looking to just like put it up without anything on it. Like, yeah. like almost like a minimalistic Christmas type thing, you know, like they're really pretty. Yeah. But no, I got a full, a, a pretty full tree, and it's pre-lit. Always pre-lit. Always pre Okay, yeah. here's another question. Here's another question. Are you colored lights or white lights? White Ooh. lights. Always white. white. White lights. Except for the merman tree, that's color because, you know, vibes. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Okay, so you guys are all white lights? <laughs> yeah, big, yeah, big but white the light energy. Because, like, I don't want it to be yeah. too much. Like... Yeah, me too. Sorry, my mom's tree. colored. My mom is all colored lights, and oh. I just like, I'm like, okay, this is really gonna test my anxiety because I don't know. I want to put garland around the banisters because we have like banisters going upstairs, and this is the first time I've ever had a house that has like a railing and like mm. a mantle, you know? Yes. So I'm like, just give me the staircase and the mantle, and like. And the tree. And then you could like put your colored lights everywhere else, you know? So mm-hmm. there's going to be colored lights outside. Like the whole outside of the house is going to be multi-colored. Yeah. But um, yeah. 
I would say then I feel like the newer pre-lit trees, which I was not a pre-lit tree fan until they came out with like the LEDs because, you Mm -hmm. know, back in the day when you had to like go through every single bulb, it was the worst. Yeah. But our new tree can go between color lights and white lights. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. So your tree can probably do that too. So it's a versatile tree. You can choose. Also real or fake tree. That's another one. You guys both have fake trees. Have you always been fake tree people? Yeah, but I could tell you yeah. a funny story. I do like real trees, though. Mm-hmm. See, I was a fake tree. We were a fake tree family my whole life. I never even considered a real tree. And then I married Daniel and, like, had a roommate who always had real trees. And since then, I've been a real tree person because just the thought of storing this big thing, this huge box for an entire year... I don't like that. Like, to me, I'm like, oh, it's so annoying yeah. to always have to store my Christmas tree. But we did it growing up. Like, you just put it in the garage. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to do that. I'm not there yet. So you get a real tree? Like, do you go cut it down and all that? Do you go to a tree farm? I want to do that this year. Like, I would love to do that because that's, like, a big thing here. But, mm-hmm. like, the last couple of years, we've just, like, gone somewhere and just picked one out. And... Mm-hmm. I think I want to try to find like a more sparse, sparse-ish tree this year as well. If I can, I don't know if that mm-hmm. really exists in the r- real tree realm. I don't know. Maybe just yeah. cut some branches off. Yeah, <laughs> just get in there just and just like DIY sparse thin tree. it out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. maybe you could start a trend. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a fake tree girl, and I had a tree for like seven years, and that last year, like. Every week, astranolites would go out. And then I was, like, replacing it with, like, mm. astranolites. So the following year, it just had all these lights on it. None of them worked. The extra spare ones I bought for it didn't work. I had, like, this complete mental breakdown. And <laughs> Jay, it was too late to, like, buy a fake tree because you couldn't find them anywhere. Mm-hmm. And Jay went out and bought a real tree. And that was, like, the Aww. only year we had a real tree. Mm. And I liked it a lot, but... It's a lot of maintenance. Yeah, you have to water it and yeah, it's a plant. You know, I would love to get a potted tree and like keep it outside all year, then bring it in. But I cannot find a potted Christmas tree. And this person I follow from Oregon, she finds them pretty easily. But she uses the same tree like for like three years in a row. She still has it, and it's getting bigger. It's like growing. It's so wild. So it literally what cool. put like it just put roots out in in a pot and yeah it's just growing. It well I think it was grown in the pot to begin with. Like it wasn't like cut and then put in the pot. Yeah, it was, like, I was gonna say because they die pretty yeah, quickly. Yeah, it just like has always lived in a pot, and yeah, they bring it in and out like outside in the obviously like after Christmas and then they bring it back in. Like it's just so wild to me. Wow, that's kind of cool. I know. So. What's your guys' tree aesthetics? Are you more of like a Mod Podge? Do you just have one tree? Um, like what? What is it? We have. We're gonna have two now. My mom's gonna put her little tiny five foot tree in her bedroom because she has tall ceilings, and then with her colored lights, <laughs> <laughs> and and then we're gonna have um, the other one downstairs. So we'll have two, but or and we'll have a little mini one. But um, we have ornaments from like, a, like 
years of growing up yeah. like with the kids and then like my childhood ornaments and so we have like a ton of different it's 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 like a kid christmas tree like every ornament has a story kind of thing you know mm-hmm. but with the garland like i like to just do like felt ball garland and keep it pretty simple um and then obviously white lights so it has like a it has like a more white like neutral kind of vibe but also with like a bunch of different ornaments on it yeah mm-hmm. what about you well i uh, well we have the more the merman ornaments you know mm-hmm. so that tree is just like very flamboyant and where is that, that tree one, it's in like the front room you okay. know so uh and then our other tree is i like the white lights obviously and it has a little more like i don't know like a farmhouse type of feel but then i have like a sparse tree that i call like a travel tree so we get an ornament every time we go somewhere and then that goes on like the tree so it's like a memory tree but uh for now those have been on the big tree because we don't have a ton but i think that eventually we'll have like a skinnier like kind of sparsely branched Mm -hmm. tree that just has all of our like ornaments from our travels because i think that's fun to like every christmas you kind of just like when you're decorating the tree, you bring back all those memories of those times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I love so that. So you have three. So what about you, Becca? Uh, oh, wait, where does your third tree go? Is that in your bedroom? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we currently have, well, we just do the one real tree, but I have a Norfolk Island pine. So I might want to do, I still have it, like, but it's <laughs> funny looking, <laughs> like it lost a lot of its lower branches but the top the branches that are at the top are like getting wider so like it's it's fine i'm you know whatever but i might decorate that one a little bit maybe put like a few like small ornaments on it but we normally only have the big tree and then it is just a mess of like homemade kid ornaments and like just ornaments that i've gotten as gifts over the years and I'm thinking that I might want to put a tree a fake tree in our room and then put Mm -hmm. all of those there and then get our real tree this year and make that a pretty tree yeah like a like have like a theme to it yeah yeah we always did that as a kid like we had our kid tree and then my mom had like a beautiful tree that she like curated and I thought it was so silly I was like why would you even do that these are our ornaments but then like year after year i'm like this looks so dumpy like with all these weird and random but it's those are the ones that are really sweet to like go through and be like oh remember when we made this yeah so like i yeah i mean i would want to have a tree like that still but you know aesthetically a tree in my living room is so tiny so like i just don't even know how we're gonna like do this this year but We'll make it work. But I would like an aesthetic tree this year. Yeah, it is. It's fun to to get all the ornaments out and to like reminisce and to tell like the girls what like these ornaments are to me because I have like my childhood ornaments on there and Mm -hmm. my mom has some of hers. So it's just like been like a big hand me down, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's a lot of fun. Yeah, we should all do pet paw ornaments. Oh. Oh. 
That would be yeah. cute. Yeah. Really <gasps> and cute. your your Leo and Cooper ornaments. They I are know. so cool. Yeah, oh yeah, the cute. the painted ones. I forgot oh, about that. Gosh. I was like, wait, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I think I need to get your the information for those because I thought it would be cute to have mm-hmm, for like yeah. our pets. Those would be good for a gift well. too. Yeah. I got I got it for my mom. I need to find that. We're going to see my parents tomorrow for Thanksgiving, so I need to find that so I can bring it to her. But the animal artistry on Instagram makes like pet portrait um, ornaments, and it's amazing. I want more pet portraits. I want lots of portraits of my dogs just everywhere. It's so cute. <laughs> Wait, you're going to Arizona tomorrow? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Dang. Are you flying? She busy. Yeah, it was like a last minute like okay we always knew that we were gonna go but like we didn't book anything for like a long time so we booked it like two or three weeks ago Mm -hmm. and it was so expensive that's why we kept waiting because we were like we don't want to do it but the price just kept going up because that's how it works but we found like a pretty cheap deal through like spirit airlines (laughs) i don't know how this is gonna go like i really don't know (laughs) we'll pray you get there i see tiktoks about spirit all the time i know like literally the fact that it was a third of the price of literally even southwest every other airline i'm like this is not going to be good like bring a pillow for your butt like (sighs) or to sleep in the airport yeah i'm just kidding i'm just kidding it's gonna be it'll be an interesting experience like we've flown allegiant before but like i feel like allegiant is like a pretty good budget airline Mm -hmm. frontier is okay i just spirit i just have never flown spirit so i'm just very interested to see how this will go yeah well it could be great it could be great yeah yeah It, it could be great it's it's only like three hours it's a direct flight to phoenix so Oh, okay. I mean, hey, 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 you put up with American Airlines bullshit. I feel like yeah. you're prepared. Oh, my gosh. Literally nothing <laughs> could be true. worse than American. Like, literally nothing, nothing in this world could be worse than American Airlines. That's, like, all I fly to. But, like, after all your drama, I'm like, Ugh. I mean, if, to look in the Southwest. If you have a great experience, just, like, ride that out. I don't know what it is. Maybe they have just, like, a log and they're like, this person has given us issues, so we're going to keep giving them issues. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's so strange. Like, certain people just have great or horrible experiences, and it's just totally random. We just happen to get gate agents who are just super snippy all the time. And Daniel and I, you guys know us. We're really giggly, agreeable people, but we still get those people that are, like, so... They've had a bad day, and I don't blame them. They're at work. Like, listen, I'm not a person that's going to get mad at you for not wanting to be at work. But also, like, whatever. Okay, you know what? No. Adam, how was your week? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No, no. You know, we're not gonna we're not gonna uh, give American Airlines any airtime. <laughs> like they don't deserve any promo. Gosh, I don't I mean things have been good with me. Um we leave for our cruise this week. We leave on Friday. <gasps> yeah. Oh yeah. it's coming up so quickly, but I'm really excited. Um I've been like I've always been extra cautious of COVID. I've never had to take a COVID test, and we have to take one on Friday, so I'm a little nervous about that because you have to have a test within two days of boarding the ship. Mm-hmm. Even being fully vaccinated? Yeah, even being fully vaccinated. Okay. So we bought some at-home tests that I think you can take like over a computer call with a doctor or some kind of service where they watch you do it um, oh. in case, but we booked a 
test here in town. I was, I'm a little nervous about it though, because like I said, I've never had to do one. But Does it it's, have to I be mean, a specific not... test? Like, did they say what test? No, I don't think it has to be a specific test because I think, well, I don't even know the difference in the test, but there's like a PCR test that's like, yeah, is that the one you do test. at home or something? I don't know. I think PCR no, that's is what, what they want for travel. That's what okay. they like send into the actual lab. The rapid okay. test is the one that usually I think you could get at home or they could give you a rapid test. So you get the results right away. Yeah. I think the rapid test they, they'll accept, but we're doing... A, we're going to a testing site on Friday afternoon to mm-hmm. get our test, and then we leave Friday night. We'll get into Florida Saturday morning, and we get a ship, get on the ship on Sunday morning. So I'm, oh, I'm excited. Is this your first so cruise? nervous you- and excited? Yeah, it is my first like major cruise. I went on a cruise in 2011. Oh right. And it was one of those things where it was like kind of just an overnight. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. an overnight there and back. Uh, so I'm a little nervous about the motion sickness because I do struggle with motion sickness. And mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, the ship is so big that you, you honestly won't feel it. But yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm still a little scared that I'm going to feel it. I don't know. Yeah. Do Where are you going to go again? Um, we are going to Princess Cruises Private Island for the first day. And then we go to St. Kitts, the Virgin Islands, okay. a couple of the Virgin Islands, and then back to Florida. Okay. Wow. Clear blue water. Catch me finding a nude beach and just laying there all day. Hell yeah. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) But I want to. (laughs) Let's see that footage. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Do it. Do it. But yeah. um, So I've been trying to be better. Even though we leave on Friday, I still have not done my laundry, which I need to do so I can pack. Well, yeah, you'll do it Thursday. Got a week. The day before. I'll do it Thursday. I'm in process (laughs) of cleaning the house because my friend Zach, who's owns hank is coming mm-hmm. to stay here so we didn't have to board the cats oh good um and i kind of just love coming home from vacation to a clean house yes. you know when you come home from vacation and your house is still like untidy which is the majority of the time my home is it's just like ugh. but when you come home and your house is already clean mm-hmm. it's just a good feeling yeah that's a big thing for me i can't i can't yeah. go anywhere unless it's like clean clean <laughs> <laughs> That's why Nicole's never invited over. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wait, I had a question and now it slipped my mind. Shoot. About the cruise? Oh, are you doing anything for Thanksgiving though? Like, are you guys just going to stay there? Um, we're going to go tomorrow. My friend Jessica's house, her and her family. Okay. The the folks we went to Disney with and we're just going to have a little dinner there. Yeah. Fun. So, Becca, you're going to be in Arizona this whole week then, coming up? Yeah. Are yeah. you taking the dogs? No. We're giving them to Daniel's mom again. Did she watch them when you were in Hawaii? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so nice that she's close enough. Yeah. And actually, we don't even have to drive up this time because Daniel's friend is from the same town his mom lives in. So they're staying the night tonight because they were passing through. And they're just going to take the dogs with them. Nice. nice. Mm-hmm. That's convenient. Very cool. But yeah, other than that, I feel like that's taken up most of my brain space. I did, I have been making YouTube videos, like, a, for yeah, consistent for a month. Yes, so you have. For I'm here for it. And that's been fun. Because I feel like I was avoiding YouTube for the longest time. Like, even watching videos, because I was just like, I felt guilty that I wasn't making videos. But now I'm, like, kind of getting back into it and, like, watching videos again. And I was like, oh, yeah. But... Yeah, you look genuinely happy in your videos. Mm-hmm. You do. Like, yeah. it doesn't look like 
it's a struggle like i don't know because we know you i'm kind of like oh my god he's happy he's making a video yay you know yeah it was fun to like get creative again yeah so i was happy about that um except you know what i don't miss is that all of the comments about like can i buy a cutting of that can i buy a cutting of that like Mm. is it did i say it was for sale no like i know i'm showing (laughs) off a pretty like beautiful plant but like Please don't do that. Don't be that person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't be that person. I don't know why yeah. that drives me nuts, but I'm just like, it makes me not want to show plants because people always, because I'm a people pleaser and saying no, saying yeah. no is tough. Mm-hmm. So when someone slides into my DMs or sends me a comment and they're like, can I buy this? Do you, Are you selling cuttings? Like having to say no sucks. So like, mm-hmm. I hate it. So just don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> just don't answer it. You will definitely... <laughs> say if you're selling cuttings like you will make that announcement make it clear yeah i you know it's it's also hard to like talk about like decluttering online because then everyone's like oh just send it to me Mm -hmm. or like yeah i'll take it i'll drive to you and take it i'm like please stop like i understand the intention it's so well intended and i'm not like it's nothing personal but it's just like it's just not i'm explaining that i'm overwhelmed and i don't want to organize giving it away yeah. yeah, which means I yeah. don't want to organize giving it away to you. Yeah, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> In the nicest way. But yeah. In the nicest that, way possible. That's about it for me. So I guess we can get we can forty five minutes in we can get our episode started. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Well, wait, really quickly. I just had one more question just because we're going to come back after the holiday. So I have to just know what you guys are doing for Christmas. Like, do you have plans? Where are you going to be? What are you going to do? Ooh. Like, recap, like, quickly. I'm going to Iowa for Christmas. We're going to spend it with Dan's fam. Very nice. Nice. What are you doing, I am staying here, and it'll just probably be Steve and I. We usually do, like, gifts in the morning and then go on an afternoon bike ride. So oh, that's, that's like a, so sweet. been a little Christmas tradition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Very Tucson. Yeah. It is very, yeah. Um, I mean, very Phoenix. You're not from Tucson. Sorry. Wow. Oh, I thought you said visit Tucson. Okay, cool. We're just going to stay here too. <laughs> yeah. But uh, my stepdad's family, he's got a pretty big family, sister, nieces, nephews, grandkids, great grandkids. Um, we might host christmas so we might have like 20 plus people in our house nice i love that that's great yeah and it it'll feel very different because it's usually me jay the girls for christmas eve and then christmas day is just me and jay like that's how it's been the past almost 10 years 
So it'll be it'll be very different to have a house full of people, but I think it'll be nice because Jay really misses his family. We don't get to New York ever. It's just so crazy with traveling. Mm-hmm. And um I don't have a big family, so it's kind of cool that like my mom married into a big family, you know? Mhm. Yeah. You got all these people now. Oh. Um since we've spoken last, some big events have happened. Taylor Swift released her version of Red. <laughs> yeah, yes. she did. Um, Adele, Adele released her Adele. album 30 so I mean good. come on I was <laughs> never like a huge Taylor Swift fan until like oh. 1980, until 1989 came out and I was like I kind of like this and I mm-hmm. know that was her first pop album but I've been like into all of the Taylor Swift stuff since then like yeah. I'm all for it yeah. yeah yeah. go back now that you're into her though go back and listen to some more of her like newer stuff like her country stuff she's amazing yeah she's good i love her so much so many people don't and i don't get it she's just great yeah she's just like such a she's one of the most talented songwriters ever truly ever i mean everything Mm -hmm. is her she wrote all of it like she wrote some of the most iconic lyrics ever at least of my Mm -hmm. generation like and yours so yeah weird that we're not in also, the same generation technically but you know <laughs> i know <laughs> jake gyllenhaal give her her fucking scarf back gosh <laughs> what a horrible Just person did you guys watch the all too well music video the 10 minute video oh yeah, yeah. i was there when the countdown was happening because i was like i gotta watch this Amazing. premiere <laughs> it was so good well i mean yeah, you know, it, was it was good um i lately haven't been much of a taylor fan like i liked her music excuse me prior to like i stopped listening around like evermore and folklore wait Mm -hmm. is that what they're called yeah yeah those albums like they were just so different and i really like her more like upbeat poppy stuff so i haven't listened to her that much anymore but like her new taylor's version albums of course i'm streaming them because she gets that you know what i mean yeah, yeah. freaking scooter brawn. Have you seen Miss Americana? Oh yeah, loved okay. it. Yeah, it was yeah. really good. So good, yeah. So so good. Okay. Okay, Mom, gift guide. Gift guide. Okay. <clears throat> the potted together gift guide. So we're gonna give. Um, I think we're gonna give some recommendations that listeners submitted to us on on IG Instagram. We ask what. Some great places to shop would be for these holiday seasons, and we've got some great answers. And then I think we're also going to throw in a little of our, maybe like our favorite things uh, that would be great gifts for any plant lover. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have, if you are a plant lover, which I'm guessing you are since you're listening to this podcast, maybe you can just give a timestamp and send this epi to a friend and be like, get me any of these. <laughs> yeah, it's a good idea. Or they could just sit through our catch-up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> That's funny. Okay, I feel okay. like plant gifts, it's so much more like plant accessories, plant art, plant maybe pots and stuff like that. Because yeah. like giving somebody a plant can be, for me, like kind of stressful because I don't know anyone's environment super well. But like giving them something related to plants, I just find way easier so like that's what I tend to go for personally. And I think and I think a lot of our listeners wrote in with plant shops, like specific plant mm-hmm. places. Um there are a couple of plant gifts like that are not plant 
related or plant related, but they're not actual plants. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'll read a couple of the plant shops just in case you have a plant friend and you do know their environment or maybe you live together or whatever the case is, we'll definitely give you some of those shops. So also just before we start these mm-hmm. will be on our instagram and i think we're going to create a highlight bubble so we're going to put these in stories tomorrow when this episode goes live but then i think we'll create a highlight bubble so it'll be there for the foreseeable future yeah <laughs> yeah for sure i heard a bunch of laughing i know i hope that my mic did not pick that up i think they're playing like, <laughs> mario kart or something they're, they're playing on our <laughs> nintendo right now <laughs> And I'm working. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's make this quick. I'm here with you chums. I'm joking. <laughs> this is fun. Okay, so the first one in our suggested um, for plant gifts is forage plants. And this person said that they have such a broad selection of amazing plants and plant accessories. So that might be a cool place to check out if they also have plant accessories maybe you can get like a plant and a plant accessory from the same place which would be nice Mm -hmm. this person says local plant shops extra points if they're black brown and queer owned so that's a really great point to like obviously we want to support local as much as we can through the holiday season and you know put your money in in good places 100% agree and there's so many around all of us like you can even go on Etsy and look up, you know, like women owned or, you know, black owned shops and it'll list, it'll like, they have a whole section on Etsy just dedicated to. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't shop yeah, on Etsy very often, but that's, that's nice. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I actually have, wait, this is going up tomorrow on black Friday. I have a video coming out. It's called, it's going to be called shop small. And, um, I'm highlighting 13 small companies, most of which are on Etsy. And um, it's Etsy's great. Like, I mean, especially if you're looking to shop small and support small businesses, I think that they're, I think they're great. But yeah, you can definitely find people in your area, like small businesses in your area that um, you could support too. Mm-hmm. Okay, another one, um, someone else said Rooted is one of their favorites, which I feel like I've heard of Rooted, but I'm not sure where they're located. Um, but this will all be in stories, so you can easily find it. Okay, this one is <laughs> really interesting. This is not a plant shop, but not your Nana's <laughs> yarn work, or not your Nana's yarn work, depending. And it says, warning, not safe for work, but she makes body part cacti out of yarn. <laughs> Oh. Can I tell you how much I love when young people take on these traditionally like old person crafts <laughs> and just makes it like so young like I don't know if I know of any like elderly person who would make like <laughs> yarn boobs but not right. your nana's yarn probably does. So that's not your nana's yarn work. Well, again, that'll be on our highlight yeah that's so my funny. mom growing up like she had done she's done cross stitch and and i've done cross stitch too like i i really mm-hmm. enjoy it but i love like you said like the shops that pop up and they're just like the cross stitch just says like fuck the patriarchy like yeah. all of this like stuff that, like you <laughs> yeah. know i love it it's so good it is so fun <laughs> i mean it, these these things are not only for old people young people can also like have fun and it's just there's no age Okay, another one is Groovy Plants Ranch, which I'm just digging that name. They're family-owned, and they ship to all 50 states, so Mm -hmm. 
That's kind of cool. Groovy Plants Ranch. Okay. Next, we have Micah Peet, M-I-C-A-P-E-E-T. This is actually... So somebody suggested this. However, I also found this account. They make really beautiful plant jewelry, um, necklaces, mm. earrings, like a bunch of stuff like that. I think they have like a really cool, if I'm remembering, they have a really cool fern necklace. I'm definitely going to be mm. making an order from them because it just looks so beautiful. I mean, I love plant jewelry, so it's no surprise there, but it's just really gorgeous pieces. Awesome. Um. Someone said Aspley watercolor, which I'm assuming that they make watercolor paintings. Mm. That's A-S-P-L-E-Y watercolor. Ooh, I want to check that out. Beautiful I need more like botanical watercolors. What was that? They're beautiful, like botanical watercolors, like leaves. Oh. Like, yeah, they're really pretty. I feel like I need more artwork for my little desk area because it's like the walls are just so bare and I don't know what to do with it. But I'm like, I have this vision of like hanging up just different art pieces all over the place and just have it be like, I don't know. like a Yeah. And you can replace that banana leaf. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's in, that's in the bathroom and... Okay, this is inside joke, but Becca was at a store the other day and it was, there was this framed portrait or like watercolor painting of a clearly monstera leaf and underneath it, it said banana leaf and she posted it in her stories and I was like, okay, I feel seen because my mom bought that and we have it hanging in our bathroom and I just exposed myself, but I was like, I can't be seen with this in my house like if somebody comes here this needs to go away so i was literally peeing the other day and i took a picture of it and sent it to becca and was like it haunts me every time i sit on the toilet (laughs) (laughs) so funny i was standing in line at marshall's and i looked down and i saw that i was like what is what is this i took a photo of it and the person behind me is like looking at me and i'm like anyway move along lady (laughs) Oh false advertisement i know um okay <laughs> let's see for pots ivy main shop i have also purchased pots from ivy main shop they they do like i don't I wouldn't say it's clay maybe it's like a form of cement like it's kind of different like it's between clay and cement i'm butchering it i'm sure you can go on their website and like find out what the material exactly is but they make multicolored pots like terracotta in the terracotta color range and then they also do something called a giving pot where all of the money like that is made from that specific pot they use that money to help out like certain like families or just causes so that's a really good one and the giving pot is really pretty so i would suggest that one awesome the giving pot you said it's the shop is called Ivy Main Shop. Uh, let's see. We just have a couple more here. Someone said, I love Canopy Plant Company. The plants that you receive match the pictures and they're very healthy. I feel like that's important too because sometimes shops will, you know, grow plants and maybe they'll take a cutting from it and they'll say that into the, in the description, mm-hmm. but sometimes the pictures won't um coincide with what you're getting Mm -hmm. so i feel like that's kind of important too so the canopy plant co yeah okay another one is green philosophy co they have plant throw pillows and like blankets 
they have like anthurium it looks like they have gloriosum just stuff like that like just a bunch of different succulents all that jazz um i have two pillows from them actually and they're very cozy like very 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 cozy super soft and i love them um and on that same note garnished garden is another plant pillow company and they do like they also do an album on Stara. They have an outdoor pillow. I bought like an anthurium outdoor pillow mm. from them. And then they have like pet toys shaped like plants. So those are two really oh, cool cute. like plant pillow companies. Awesome. Okay, so let's talk about some of the things, maybe some accessories or things that like we have in our, our homes that we use that we think would be great gifts mm-hmm. yes um, personally i guess i just want to like start off by saying there's this cart and i know that you guys have seen it i'm sure everyone has seen it ikea has a similar looking one but i think i got mine at michael's it's like a three-tiered rolling cart mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. literally have all of my plant supplies on that three-tier cart and it is mm-hmm. so handy yeah i, love I like that your cart thing. so that would be a great gift i think for anybody plant wise but also like craft wise mm-hmm. bullet mm-hmm. journal wise like it's just a really nice thing to have like all your stuff in one little one little roller cart mia has one i think it's called a ros cog cart r-o-s-k-o-g or something like that yeah and um she keeps all of her craft supplies on it and it's really cute but also they came out with um lids for them like for the top shelf so that you can turn it into an actual shelf so like you can have your supplies below it and then you can like keep a plant on top oh nice Ooh, that's cool yeah 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 that is cool um that's a good one i would not have thought to even mention that another one of my absolutely favorite things this one came from amazon but uh i talked about this in one of my recent hoya videos and it's hard to have trellis toya on my ikea shelves and these shelves are probably the same shelves that lots of people have in their homes but the trellises like the bamboo trellises just don't fit in the shelf but i did find these like metal circle trellises on amazon that i think are only 13 inches tall so they fit on those shelves so i can have my trellis toya mm-hmm. on my shelves for my hoya so uh that is another really great gift I don't know if those trellises would be good for other plants. I mean, I would really just probably say Hoya in general because philodendron and aeroids and that such, they want to go just like up and not yeah. in a circle, whereas Hoya can go in a circle and that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, But they're really cute. And probably I want to say my third favorite thing that I personally have it probably, and I've talked about this before in the pod, but it is just my battery operated spout on my for five gallon water jugs. And yes. I know not everyone's going to have like five gallon purified water jugs in their house. But if you do, if you use that for your humidifiers or anything else, uh, that spout is seriously so, so handy. So that's mm-hmm. a really great gift to give someone that maybe they might they might not think about needing it, but when they get it, they're like life changed. So. Yeah, <laughs> I need to get one so bad, like so bad. Oh, 
I think about it. Are you every still single picking time. up the bottle and gurgling it out? Yep, yep. And every single time, I lose so much water, and I'm like, "Wow, I need to get that thing." Okay. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, Becca, why don't you tell us your top faves? Okay, so I'm thinking that if you want to give somebody a plant-themed gift, they usually are in the beginner realm. Like that's what I would like. None of my super close friends have a lot of plants besides you two. So I would probably go for something like a moisture meter, like maybe like a nicer mm-hmm. one, like a splurge mm-hmm. one, maybe like like the f- 10 to 15, 20 dollar ones. Um, I mean, I don't think you necessarily need to get an expensive one, but if you wanted to get one with like more features, maybe. Yeah. Um, also, the yeah. basic one would be just fun to throw in with a, a plant in a pot or some something. But like moisture meters are just so helpful for me, even though I'm an experienced mm-hmm. plant person, I still use it in the turn of the seasons quite often so that's definitely like number one thing i would suggest buying for someone number two pottery like a specialty pottery um i've talked about lots of different pottery places but terra vita is such a great pottery shop they have beautiful pots they do big restocks pretty often and so i'd suggest them it's pretty universally designed like it's usually just like white and terracotta like speckle which looks good in pretty much every aesthetic. And it's not an orange terracotta. It's like a more brownish. So try to find like a good pottery place. I've also just looked on Etsy for plant pottery and I found some cool shops just through that, not even knowing who they were. Um, And then lastly, my third, can I say De La Tank's soil? Yes. (laughs) Yes, Yes, you most most definitely can. um, Yeah, the De La Tank soil, I think... Depending on where you live, shipping might be, I don't know. I don't even know if I can say that because we talked about this before. I shipping, I thought the shipping would be super expensive, but it's like shipping a plant, honestly, with the price. Don't even talk about shipping. Yeah. Because not everybody's, it's not expensive for everyone. Yeah. It's like shipping a plant, you know, but anyway, so if you want to do something like extra fun for somebody buying them that soil is a really great thing because it makes their life easier i think gifts are best when they make someone's life easier mm-hmm. or like it's like really sentimental those are like the two types of gifts i like to give so i'd say the, the de la tanks is great because they don't have to mix their soil and you could turn them onto a really cool product that they might keep using um, but if not it's just nice to have that even for a short time while you have the bag it's just very convenient so that's yeah. my list Yes. That's a nice list. Love that soil. Just picked up two big bags. I know yeah, I you saw did. your we outfit saw proof. was fire. That was oh, a I nice bought those. Fit. I bought those. Well, the picture wasn't that great because Steve, we I really need to get him some like <laughs> some tips, some tricks, but whatever. <laughs> but I bought those plaid pants for our cruise for like a formal night. So I'm excited. Looking good. Mm-hmm. You need to do OOTDs in your videos, please. Yes. Oh, I should, yeah. You should. Nude Beach, okay. OOTD. Yeah. OOTD. Just me. <laughs> Good Lord gave me. <laughs> the Bart Bayou suit. Um, All right. So a couple of plant gifts that I would gift people, and this is really pretty much based on what I would have really appreciated as a new plant owner <laughs> myself. Uh, plant labels. Plant labels mm. are just key in my house and in video making in general because I can't remember the names of plant even though I know what the plant is I it can't exit my mouth I don't know what it is like I just can't (laughs) think of the name Mm -hmm. on the spot so plant labels are great um 
just to have. And especially if you don't know a lot about plants, you can, you know, put the label on there. Maybe you could put like care tips on the back. Mm -hmm. Some labels that I really like are the bigger ones that are like one inch by like a half an inch long. So it gives you some writing space. You could put like water requirements or whatever on there. But I love those and need them. And then um, another one that I recently got is the Ketchy, which I think would be Mm. a really great gift Mm -hmm. for people that might be building their plant collection and maybe they don't know what a fungus net is Mm -hmm. and then they find out and then they think they have a problem until you get a catchy Mm -hmm. um (laughs) hashtag not sponsored but i really like this thing like it's i filled up like two of the sticky pads pretty much what it is is it'll it'll catch fungus gnats for you without you having to look at the ugly sticky traps that stick out of your plants even though they make some cute ones which we all have used before, like the little butterflies and the Ugh. stars. But the paper on the butterflies is so hard to rip off. I'm like, why? <laughs> this really... is a terrible dis- design choice. It really is. Yeah. It really is. You got to get in there and you're always getting sticky. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. That yeah. stuff's awful to get off your skin, too. It is. Yeah. yeah. But the catchy is great because it it's very quiet. It has like a little fan motor, so it sucks them in. But then it also has a blue light, which attracts them mm-hmm. to the machine. And then it shoots them down to the sticky. It's very violent, but it'll solve your problem. <laughs> and you don't have to look at their bodies struggling. Yeah. Which is the worst oh. part of sticky traps. I hate it. I feel horrible. I know. But then like you have guests over and they're like, oh, they're like, oh, you have so many plants are so beautiful. Oh, oh what's you have that? carnage everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> and then I guess my last one would be plant scoops, potting scoops, like soil scoops. Yes, because they're, it's such a simple concept. But like if you're just using like a little paper cup or a solo cup, you just keep it in your soil bag. I'm speaking about myself here, by the way. And then you like try to, you know, like the more you use it, it's going to like break and fall apart. Soil scoops have that little lip on it and it's just like directional when you're potting. So nice. What a luxury. And you don't, your hands don't get dirty. Exactly. Yeah. So those are, those are my three favorite, but I wanted to ask you guys if you guys would be okay with me also putting some slides up for all the Etsy shops that I'm going to be kind of talking about later on this week. Mm-hmm. And I can put those in our highlights too, because they're all small businesses and they're all um, plant related and a lot of really cute plant. I just filmed the video like two hours ago, so I know everything that I have. And some of these gifts are so stinking cute, you guys. Like I'm blown away by how creative these these people are like I would have never yeah it's just really cute stuff so I would love to tell more people about them yes absolutely yeah the more ideas the better yeah honestly this is gonna be so hard I I sometimes take it too far and I'm like I want it to be so sentimental and mean so much and then it gets to the end and I'm like what do I get people Ah." (laughs) yeah and this will be It'll be nice because we can put like we'll put each shop in a story like we said earlier and then we'll create a highlight bubble so they'll always be on our Instagram page in one of those little highlight bubbles for you guys to just tap 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 through shop mm-hmm. shop shop shop. That was fun. 
Is that is that all we have for our gift guides? That's all we have for our gift guide. Happy shopping. Alrighty. Listener okay. questions. Okay. And wrap up. Let's get into let's get into our listener questions. So we've been asking you guys to submit questions to us and we've gotten to a few sporadically, but we're gonna get to the rest of them today for se- our season three finale. So continue to submit questions to us at potted together podcast at gmail.com. Okay, so our first question comes from Jen K and they said, I have two spider plants and I've only ever had one baby sprout. Are they slow growing or what can cause the lack of babies? They seem healthy otherwise. Okay. I'm going to say it needs to be more pot bound and then it'll put out babies. Yeah. Yeah, I fully agree. I don't think you should base the health of your spider plant on if you have like hordes of tendrils with babies on them because while that's cool, like I that's usually the plant being like, okay, there's, we've lost space here, so like, mm-hmm. let's Standing. spread out. But, but yeah, that would be how you would get more if you want the look of just like babies dangling from your spider plants. Like Becca said, it once it gets more root bound, and those some those are some some, some blah, blah. <laughs> those are roots. some they're substantial. Like those roots are thick. Yeah, two seeds. Yeah, thick with two C's. They look like the white things you get with your pho. What is that stuff called? I don't remember what it's called. I don't either. They do be thick. Yeah. They do be thick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I would say for that one. Just okay. wait it out. Question number two comes with some photos, so I don't know if you guys want to pull that up in Trello. But this comes from Gosnell McDermott. They say, hi, guys. Maybe you can help me out here. I got this Hoya Compacta, Hoya Compacta, sorry, Hoya Carnosa Compacta that I accidentally overwatered right before going on a five-day trip, and it has been looking terrible ever since. It's been about a month, and I haven't seen it get any better. I'm not sure if I should let it hang out for a while longer to or try to chop and prop a few good spots that I have left. Any help would be great thank you i keep it right next to a west facing window and water it about once a month so that the soil can dry out i mean first of all gosnell i just want to say that i had the same exact thing happen to multiple hoya carnosa compactas uh a couple of your vines look like they're just done for for good so i don't even know if they're worth trying uh but brown bits i wonder if it's a root issue the stem being all wrinkly. Um, I don't know what it is about the Carnosa Compacta because like I said, I've had that happen where just like I've had a whole full pot and one vine was just like, nope, I'm not, I don't want to be here anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. I'd say take cuttings and start over. I would, yeah, for that sure. That system's probably shot. Compactas, they, they do take a little longer to root than other Hoyas do. I don't know why, they just... I don't know if it's been like that for you, Adam, but for me, it, it's, it takes a while. Um, so I would, yeah, I would say take cuttings and then don't give up right away. Like if you don't see anything, like just <laughs> wait it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I actually just, oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I actually just cut my compacta recently because it was, I, it was, there was nothing saving it. So I cut the tips off and started propagating them as a last ditch effort yeah and are they okay 
Um, they're in my prop box now. So yeah, they, the leaves were wrinkly and they've started to fill out, which makes me think that it's growing roots because it could take up moisture. So yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. yeah. Check out Adam and Nicole's like propagation videos for Hoya and start over. It's you can definitely still salvage some stuff, but it might also be one of those situations where it's like a lesson learned and you lost the plant. But hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully not. But yeah, at the not. same time, I don't know, maybe like the side of it feels worth it for you to fix it, like to propagate and like go through all of that because the plant is going to take a long time to get to back to get back to what it was because compacted just in general grow so slow in my experience. So it's going to yes. be a while, but it's still yeah. salvageable. Okay. Next question comes from Madison Moore. They write, hi, Adam, Becca, and Nicole. I'm not a fan of moss poles or cedar planks, but I have several climbers that need support. I've been trying to brainstorm a creative solution, and I think I may have found one. Maybe. Do you think it would be possible to take some pottery clay and make a pole with it? My thought is that the clay would act like terracotta and therefore might stay a little moist, helping aerial roots grow well. My concern is that some types of clay may affect the pH balance. Anyway, wanted to see if you know of anyone that has tried this or and if it worked. Thanks for all the laughs, Madison. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you for writing in, Madison. Um, I know nothing about like the pH balance and like having a reaction with clay. I would think that it wouldn't because some pottery is made from clay and like we plant our we put our plants in in it um i think that that's a kind of a good idea to try i don't think that it would hurt to try i would say if it was me i would try it with like a cutting or a plant that i don't really care that much about Mm -hmm. and see if it if it likes it i'm just trying to figure out how that would work like you would have to like sculpt a pole from like terracotta clay and then like fire it and do all that or i don't know if they're like saying like to like glue a bunch of pieces of broken clay to a plank of something like i'm kind of not visually understanding but like it is porous like the roots should like climb it but you'd have to keep it wet and see like the issue is the clay dries kind of fast in comparison to like spag, which is typically yeah, what's used. And then mm-hmm. the cedar, like wood, is just what they climb in nature. So that's normal for them. But so I don't know, actually. That's a good question. It'd be a fun experiment. Yeah. I just can't visualize it. I was kind of thinking, like, when I was reading that, my what I was envisioning is just like a cylindrical piece of clay that they would mm-hmm. have to sculpt. But clay is. I mean, it's heavy, so I just don't know yeah. logistically how that would work. Um, and my own, my true. other concern, like, I guess none of my concerns are pH because I don't really understand pH in soil. I mean, I do with my hydro plants, but like, there's no p, like, there's no pH there to begin with. So I create the pH yeah, that I want. But um, my concern is that through capillary action, if you're porous clay, you're you're going to have to water that plant a lot because it'll constantly wick up the water in the soil from the soil. So I don't know if that's going to be a good solution. And look, I don't love moss poles either, but I've recently been seeing people who use a PVC pipe and they put a cap on the bottom of it 
and then they run a wicking cord around it like spirally and dip the cord all the way into the pipe and that way the pipe is like a self-contained reservoir and then they put moss on the outside and like wrap it in like a cage so the moss is constantly getting wet from the wicking cord so honestly Mm. that would be a good solution but you said you didn't love moss poles so i don't know if you'll love that but yeah that's hard that is yeah. difficult, but yeah, with the weight, like I think that a terracotta or like a clay pole would be way heavier than the pot itself, which would yeah. throw things off balance. And if you drop, if it falls, everything is gonna break, and then you've just wasted like all that time and resources making this solution that is probably gonna fall and break. Yeah, yeah. but I like the thought, so I feel like. Maybe if you test it out, keep us updated because that would be kind of a a cool thing to see. Okay, next question from Delaney Tompkins. They write, hey, Potted Together podcast coming at you from Alberta, Canada, which Alberta is beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love Alberta, Canada. Uh, I have a question for an upcoming podcast episode. I'm wondering what is your favorite plant this month and what plant, if any, are you not feeling this month? I'm interested in hearing everyone's answer. Mm-hmm. Nicole, so, what's your favorite plant this month? Oh, man. Probably my Hoya Elbavada Splash. Splishy, uh, splishy Splash, I like to call her. dare you? That was take a, yours. That's going to be mine. <laughs> yeah, it's just living its best life. It's doing so well. Yeah, so it would have to be that one. And then what was my least favorite? Yeah, if any. You, I mean, if you don't have one. Uh, my Monstera elbow cutting. <clears throat> Stressful. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's the stress level. It's like the one plant I check every single day. I look at the roots. I make sh- like I put too much effort into this chick and like I'm, I shouldn't. I should put more effort into the plants that are giving me rewards. But anyway. It's pretty, but she a diva, okay? Okay, Becca, what about you? What's your favorite plant this month? My favorite this month, I'm going to say is my Anthurium moraquianum, just because, for no other reason other than she finally put out a new leaf. <laughs> I really, really took a big risk. Like, I repotted it, and I removed it from, like, the big stump that it was attached to because I saw roots growing off. Like, it was an offshoot. My plant's an offshoot from another, like, big stump. And I was like, I just feel like this stump is, like, rotting and, like, causing issues for the plant, so I'm going to detach it. And I was certain that I killed it. Certain. And I was so upset. <laughs> and then I started seeing the actual like new leaf starting to pop out and I was like wow I did it it's good and then it put out a new leaf like really fast so um that's a big win for me because that plant has been a big struggle and then my least favorite plant of the month would probably be my raffidophora tetrasperma really because I'll send you guys a picture but like at the ends like the ends of the growth tips there's like these like balls forming I had that happen with mine. Yeah, what is what? going on? I got like rid of it because I was like, like I hated it. <laughs> I know. I'm like about to throw it away. I'm like, what are you doing? This is so weird. It's not a very pretty plant anymore. And it's like super easy to find. So I'm like, should I just start over? Like I kind of want to. Yeah. <laughs> Under 20, less than 20. 
get rid of it. Yeah. Get rid of it. You got to send me a picture, though, because I'm very curious as to what's going on there. Yeah. Nicole wants to see your balls. I'll send you a picture. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So for me, I think my favorite plant at this time would be my Hoya Silver Dollar, since Nicole took my Hoya Obovada Vera got a splash. You could have the same as Um, mine. And... Um, I would say my least favorite plant at the moment is probably my Hoya macrophylla variegata because really, I just don't know. It, I think it was reclassified to a lot of folia. It's just, uh-huh. it's just not, you know, I'm not doing it. For it's you. not my fave right now. So yeah. there's, okay. there's okay. my answers there. Cool. Well, thanks for writing in. That was a fun question. Yeah, that was a fun question. Um, Okay, we have two more listener questions. This one comes from Joy Wright. It says, hello, Becca, Adam, and Nicole. First of all, I love your podcast and look forward to it every week. Thank you, Joy. Uh, Second of all, have any of you guys had to deal with any an ant colony finding its home in the soil of one of your house plants? If so, how would you deal with it? And is there any way to prevent it from happening? Also, is it harmful to the plant? If you couldn't tell, I'm currently dealing with this situation. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wow. Well, that's never happened to me. Uh, me either. I've never, I mean, I've had ant problems in a house and mm-hmm. I just did like borax and uh, sugar. Yeah. And um, that's how I took care of it. But I've never had, I've never had ants in a pot, so... I would probably, if, if if that happened to me like tomorrow, I would probably just repot the whole plant. But maybe like if you're able to do it outside, I don't see a, a, a like a need to kill all the ants. Like just repot it outside and shake it off and then maybe treat it. Well, you wouldn't necessarily have to treat it because ants are not like they're not there to eat your plant, right? No. Yeah, if I don't know. Ants don't want plants. No. I okay, and, and ants are also like they'll leave if you disturb their area, they'll all leave. Yeah. So I would huh. I would just suggest repotting it like outside, shaking them all off, giving them a new home and and just putting your plant in new soil. I wouldn't necessarily try to kill an entire colony of ants in your plant. Uh yeah, that'd be kind of nasty mm-hmm. if there's a lot in there. Yeah. And you can water in with insecticidal soap. If you like after you repot, maybe just to make sure, yeah. but that's never happened to yeah. me before. It's wild. Even outside that never happened to me. Yeah. Me neither. That's interesting. I can imagine it's easy to happen though. Like if they find their way in there and they're just hanging out and they're like, Ooh, it's cozy in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's build <Okay>. a colony. <laughs> Last listener question. Sorry. This is getting lengthy. So we're trying, I'm just trying to rush through this, but this yeah. comes from Gabe from Malta. Uh, Hi, guys. I love your podcasts and look forward to it each episode. You guys have a great chemistry and have characteristics that are so endearing and funny, like Adam's soothing radio voice. Well, thank you. (laughs) Nicole's cussing. (laughs) And Becca's alter ego, Becky Calhoun. (laughs) I love that. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. (laughs) 
That is so my question is, do you sometimes feel like plants just give up on life no matter how well you take care of them? I've had quite a few plants, for example, a China, for example, a China doll plant and even a spider plant that just decided to slowly kill themselves. I never over or underwatered them. Their roots were great and not confined. They were placed in bright indirect light, east facing window, and there were absolutely no bugs or spider mites. It's literally like the plants just said, screw you. <laughs> the logical side in me knows that I made some kind of mistake in caring for them. But then I but then when I remember that I've had dozens of house plants and have lasted for years without any issues, I just cannot understand why these plants went and unalived themselves on me. Thank you so much, Becca de la Tanks, my cleaner leaves and not boy, best superhero <laughs> name ever. And I look forward to your input. Let's great. hang out. You sound like fun. <laughs> let's, just, yeah. let's let's have let's have them on the podcast. Uh, I yes. do feel like plants just give up. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I sometimes plants just want to go. I fully believe mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just yeah, like ah. This is it. I feel like if if you're keeping lots of other plants alive and you're just having issues yeah that plant just didn't want to be there but it could be like a ph thing i don't know for sure because i like i don't have a lot of plants in soil so i wonder if you could give those certain plants a couple more tries to see but you know don't beat yourself up it happens sometimes they just don't want to be here Yeah. yeah and i have a china doll like just recently got it and she's picky like really picky yeah yeah like she's yeah she's doing the whole you know fatonia flop thing and i'm just like oh do i want you you know but um yeah so don't yeah like adam said don't beat yourself up about it sometimes plants just (laughs) want to give up on life and that's just what it is you know yeah yeah it's can't please them all it's not always a reflection of you so yeah it's all right. Yeah. All right. Well, that is that is it. That is our podcast for today. That's our finale of season three. We've, oh we've come gosh. to three seasons. Three I seasons. Know. We did it. Um, <sighs> yeah. We'll be back, this, though. We'll be we'll back, be back. In, in 2022. Uh, from our podcast to you, we hope that you have just an enjoyable holiday season that you take time for rest relaxation some self-care and uh yeah we'll see you in the new year so wild we'll see you in 2022 2022 is a beautiful sounding year all even numbers three even numbers we love that we love that uh okay uh find us on instagram potted together and individually de la plants my clean leaves not dude and uh yeah, just uh, enjoy enjoy your holidays, and we'll talk to you next year. And, and share small. our podcast with your friends. Oh. Yes. <laughs> as your, your gift to us, as your holiday gift to us. Of course, we're <laughs> wanting to expand our podcast and maybe eventually, you know, have it give us something back financially. But at this point, we are just having fun, and we would love we if you would share the fun with someone. Yes. Share the fun. Ooh, you, d- you rhymed. all right friends well uh yes let's get off here and we will talk to you next year we'll see you next year bye bye bye
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.